The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, hello out there today. Yes, I'm your host, Vincent Jenna, and this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, where each week we really dive into those things that may be getting in the way of you creating the life you deserve and that you want and fulfilling all of your dreams. Uh, I try to share some deep messages and go deep into the psyche and use a lot of my past experience in the psychotherapy realm and spirituality and the metaphysical realm to really get, help you to understand what is going on in your life. Today, today is being dedicated to all the callers and questions that I've been receiving, and I've actually received several questions that people have written in uh, to ask me. Some cannot make the show live, so they can write me in, and you can write me a question anytime. Send it to info at vincentjenna.com. And I will receive that and answer it on the air. So I will be getting to those today as well as the callers. You see the callers are already starting. That's great. If you would like a, a psychic or intuitive answer to one of your questions in any aspect of your life, or if you would like to make a connection with a deceased loved one, please call in. The number is 816-251-3555, and you don't even have to give your name. You can do it anonymously if you don't want to share it with everybody else, uh, but I can tell you that the messages you'll receive will most definitely benefit someone else. Um, excuse me one moment. Okay, here I am. just needed to get rid of the frog. So... Um, let's get right to the questions and the calls, um, so that way I can cover and, and help as, as many people as possible. So we're going to start off with um, caller number one, Brian. I would like to get to you. Brian, how are you? Welcome to Stop Stopping Yourself, and um, how can I help you today? Hi, Vince. Uh, this is Brian here, and we actually spoke some time ago. Um, and I was calling because uh, on November 29th, uh, my sister out in Chico, California, suddenly died very unexpectedly at the age of 63. And the family has been very... Um, torn up by the whole event and a bit confused about what even happened. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry, Brian, for your loss. And, you know, having been a hospice social worker for several years, I've always had people um, asking me in the outer world who have not necessarily experienced a loss, 
Um, is it easier to to lose somebody with a long drawn out um, process of passing or quick and suddenly overnight unexpectedly? And the interesting thing is for every person that goes through it, their answer is just the opposite of their experience. Um, some that have lived with those that with long drawn out diseases wished that their loved one went fast and faster. They said, I would have rather have just known that she died overnight or in her sleep or something like that than to experience this long drawn out uh, process. And then those who have experienced loved ones passing as you did, Brian, so quickly like that, say, I wish I had more time with her. If at least she had a disease, we could have been prepared. And let me say this, there is no preparation for the loss of someone, no matter what you do. Even myself, having been a hospice social worker, yes, maybe I had the knowledge when it was time for my parents to cross over, but it still doesn't shield you from any of those pains. So I will say this, Brian, right now I'm being told she's in great peace and she is apparently much more, what I'm hearing is more peaceful now than she has been in a long time. Uh, and 63, I'm, I'm totally relating to that because I'm 63 myself, so I, I consider myself a baby still. And so, yes, she did cross over young. However, Brian, one of the things I would I would love you to try to understand, and 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 so first of all, grief is normal, and you you are all going to be experiencing it, no matter what I say today, and no matter what I share with you, and why she is left. Um, and and um, I'm curious because I'm starting to get some evidence. Was your sister an attractive woman, or did she at least um, present herself attractively? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Um, that's validating what I am being presented by this female right now. Um, and when when you guys were younger, did she tend to more pick on you than you picked on her? There were so many years between us that my mom said she kind of took care of me. Okay, so... Gotcha. So she was the one in control then, in other words. I'm I'm getting at that she would tease you. Um, I teased him. He didn't tease me. Um, so the age difference then would make sense in that. Um, she's smiling at you, Brian. She said you made her smile a lot. Um, did she used to tell you that when you guys again were younger? You made her laugh? I don't actually have that many clear memories of that time. There was like five years between us. <clears throat> I, yeah, I'm six years um, younger than my brother myself. I'm, I'm, it's interesting that you don't necessarily have as many memories with her. Um, and she obviously has more memories with you. Hold on to, to that and see what does come up. Um, what she had, Brian, was what we call an out clause in my industry, an out clause. And what I mean by that is there's so many souls that are entering the earth plane now 
with the intention of going through a full life, whether it be 80, 90 years, even 70 years. Some don't want to stay here that as long. But what we've built into that plan now is, is leaving sooner if things aren't going the way we were thinking that they would be going. Um, and the reason why we built that in, and now understand that this is all on a soulful level. This is not on a conscious level, obviously, because once we come down here, we forget all our plans. And <laughs> on, a, yeah, <clears throat> on a soulful level, though, We've gone through so many lifetimes of, like, say, 70 or 80 years accumulating all of this karma that we now have to take care of sometime or another, another lifetime, right? And we don't want to deal with that anymore. So there are all these earlier points where we can leave. And so you have to understand that before we come down here, souls are capable of making those decisions because they know and experience that everything is okay and that life continues anyway. Even those that they may leave behind in their heart of hearts, they know they will be okay. Everybody is taken care of eventually. Yes, you may have experienced the grief, but the soul knows that there's there's so much taking care of you that you don't even know that's taking care of you. So there's a confidence that everybody will be fine, even if they leave children. And what I'm feeling from your sister and what she is saying is that Things weren't always going according to plan. Um, what distress emotionally was she experiencing, if you can now know, um, in her own family, in her nuclear family? Um, what was going on that was stressful for her? Because that's what she's talking about right now. Well, the most immediate um, thing that we were aware of was um, the father of her three children, um, did some very uh, unpleasant, uh, well, he didn't treat her well, and it was psychological and emotional right. abuse, and she finally divorced him even, I think, over the addition of um, of um, taking some of her savings and, she, and locking her out of them, and she just had to leave. But then he turned all the children against her, so it was a tremendous... Right. So, so if you... If you put together that with what I was just saying about the out clause and thing, you would know that your sister consciously and unconsciously was very unhappy with the way her life was turning out. You can you can see that, right? Oh, yes. Right. So we're not all capable of... Uh, things like committing suicide or anything like that, but we could be pretty miserable and unconsciously set things up for ourselves, which is what I believe had happened with your sister. Now, there was no autopsy done with her. Is that correct, too? That's correct, and it confused us a lot because the, even the doctor was initially confused. That, like she went in in the afternoon, the next morning, late morning, she was dead. But for some reason, they decided not to do it. 
Right. The the only time that somebody outside of the family, like a doctor, would choose to do an autopsy or anything like that, if there was a superstition to the death, if they they suspected not so much a superstition, a sus, uh, they suspected <laughs> that the death was caused by something um, uh, other than natural uh, causes, okay, um, or or even self inflicted. <clears throat> So there was no evidence def- of of self infliction. Um, however, there emotionally, you would know that she was so I- intensely hurt, and her hurt started very early on because she attracted that partner to start with. So, so in even in her youth, um, your sister just had so many pains in her. She's saying. I don't, I did not feel like I was a good enough person. I did not feel that things were great about me. I actually felt um, stronger about the rest of you. Um, and, and, and she's pointing to you. She feels you are much stronger than she ever was, Brian. And, and um, as a, as a person, as a personality, as a soul, um, Apparently, you have done things for yourself that she's saying she didn't get a chance to do for herself. So, so it was it was a, a system shutdown, a complete system shutdown is the way she's explaining it to me. Um, a, you can consider it failure to thrive, but an instantaneous because. When we're older, senior citizens can actually uh, stop their living, their life processes uh, by having failure to thrive emotionally. They give up. And then all of a sudden, their systems will shut down they, by them giving up. We're capable of that. My own father, after my mother died, he died six weeks later of metastatic lung cancer, and it Two months before he died, there was absolutely no evidence. There were issues where he had x-rays and um, his health was in perfect shape two months prior. But within that two months period, as my mother was dying, and then within the six weeks after she died, he developed all of this unbelievable cancer that went through his system and took him instantaneously. Um our souls are, are capable of creating things that our conscious minds don't understand. Just know this, Brian. She wasn't at peace while she was alive. She was tormented and did not know how to get out of that torment. And her soul and her body created a way out. Um, she is at peace now as I started this, okay? Do you understand that? And she is... Um, she's, she's got to take care of things because it's still fresh in her mind. And so she's resolving a lot of that, but she wants the family and you to know that she feels better off where she is now than when she was down on the earth. Can you understand that? Yes. Yes. Oh, can she loves you very much, Brian? She she keeps saying, "Keep going, man. You're doing great things." So, without getting into it for you, because I've got other callers, Brian, I want to let you know she's proud of who you are. I hope you are too. Will you accept that? Yes. Thank you. And send love to to mom and the rest of the family. She's saying, "Mom is listening right now." Okay, mom, she loves you when there is nothing you did to cause it. Let go 
of of the guilt that you are harboring inside. She feels that you feel guilty um, about what she experienced in her life, and it has nothing to do with you. It it was choices she made, and um, she is taking care of that now. So I hope everybody can feel some comfort in that, okay? Yes, thank you. You're very welcome. And she's around. So she says, look for the butterflies, Mom. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Very good. You take care and thank you so much for calling. Thank you and have a good day. You too now. Bye-bye. Um, gosh, uh, these days it is so... So difficult because there's been so many people that have been leaving and leaving uh, spontaneously, leaving with aneurysms, leaving exactly like uh, Brian's sister left unexplained. It's it's only unexplained on a physical level. It's not unexplained on it on a spiritual energetic level. And you got to remember where energies having a physical experience. Energy manipulates matter. We're capable of doing all sorts of things with our bodies, including turning them off. And sometimes we do it unconsciously. Sometimes we do it consciously. So you have to be aware of that. So I'd like to go to the next caller, Gwen. Gwen, you're on the air. Welcome to Stop Stopping Yourself. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely, Gwen. So what is your question for me today? My question is, um, I'm wondering, uh, it's so hard to formulate. Uh, I recently lost my mother, and yesterday would have been her 99th birthday. And I set out a table with flowers and pictures of her and a lot of her personal items, like her eyeglasses, hearing aids, dentures, jewelry, and her purse. And I said to her, um, happy birthday. I'm going to be heading into town for a couple hours. And when I come back, I would like to see if you would be, you know, willing to move something on the table to let me know you're here. And I took a picture of all the, uh, all the items on the table, and I also took a little video And then I grabbed my purse and my jacket, and I went outside and put it in my car, and then I came back in the house to go to the restroom. And when I went back into the car and sat in the driver's seat, I looked over on the passenger seat, and on top of my purse and my jacket was my mother's purse. And I've just been wondering if she really put her purse there in the car or did I just subconsciously grab it and put it with my things oh I know Gwen even when we get those messages don't you see we do that all (laughs) the time and and you know what we do that and we have those doubts intentionally because we are not supposed to receive 100% proof from anybody, any entity from God, from Jesus, from any of the other ascended masters, from deceased loved ones, they are not allowed to give us 100% proof. And anything that they give us will still leave a certain doubt in our minds because that's what free will is. It's your free will 
to believe that your mother did move that. However, you did ask her, and I think she's pretty good, but I can tell you something really funny. As you were describing the things you left on the table for her, this little altar that you made for her, I hear her saying, will you tell her to get that crap old age stuff off the table? So she grabbed then, instead of the hearing aid or the dentures, right? She grabbed what would make more sense to her and what she enjoyed more. And did you two, when you were younger when and she was around, did you two do shopping together? <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. So, so wouldn't you have... You know, said to each other when you were going shopping, hey, mom, do you have your purse? And her, she'd say to you, hey, Gwen, did you take your purse? You got it with you? Something along those lines, because she's saying uh, she grabbed the purse because it has more meaning than it just being her purse. She wanted to let you know, I'm coming with you. That's what we used to do. So so I, that's the you best way. Me a Go couple ahead. days before she died, she was in a semi-coma and she woke up and said, um, could you grab my purse and my keys and shoes? I want to go home. Oh, there you, you go. Get my purse. Yeah. I forgot get my purse. That. So yeah. so she even in her just before she passed, it was grab my purse. OK. Yeah. And and yeah. which is what she had said to you before, what she said to you before she passed. So, yes, that was an yeah. absolute sign, Gwen. And she's really funny. She's actually got this this personality and this character here that I'm getting from her. Um, and she really is. She's saying, please do me a favor and put out the, the, the nice pictures. I like the nice pictures. That's right. great. Um, right. And you have, she has grandchildren? Yes. Yeah, okay. She's saying put the pictures of the grandchildren, especially me with them. I love seeing that, and I want them to remember me through that. I don't want them to remember me through all of the, the old stuff. Um, okay. She wants them to remember her through the fun stuff. Um, and did she used to, did your kids used to, because she's using what's in my head right now. As a grandparent, I go to my grandchildren's baseball games and dance recitals and things like that. And she's telling me that she went and used Absolutely. to watch Even, mm-hmm. them while Even, they were active. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Even what? Yeah. What was that? What was some of the activities? Because she's telling me all of that. Soccer was a big one. Mm. Gotcha. And My grandson used to play soccer as well. Um, very cool. And she says, "Tell them I'm still going to be there." Okay. I will watch them and continue to watch them throughout all your lives. And and now I can do it even better than I did before. I can watch it from above. Um, yes, I miss you guys. I miss you all. Um, is, is, is your father also deceased? Yes. Yeah, because he's saying he's here too. Um, he's here. He's here too. Guess what? We're getting along. What does she mean by that? My father was an alcoholic and there were issues um, and he had been deceased for 40 years. But the last year she was alive, she just kept reminiscing about him and couldn't wait to pass to be with him. 
Okay, that's because he was coming closer to her to help her cross over. Um, and and that's what she wants you to know now is he's here, he's better, and we're getting along. It's great. Good. So all of that other stuff is healed, Gwen. So okay. um, just know, yeah, don't doubt anymore. Now we've got some validation there, and it is a, how great that you ask and this is for everybody all you have to do is ask them and to the best of their ability and the best of your acceptance see what i love about what you did gwen is without you even knowing it you set it up based on your beliefs you wouldn't have asked her to do that if you didn't believe she couldn't make contact with you one way or the other so, you, you know, you would have been, gee, I would love to hear from you or I don't know, mom, I don't know if this is real. But you actually set up something and then talked to her and said, hey, listen, do me a favor. Get me a message here. Move something. Take something. And, and that is based on your beliefs then. And that's what's always going to allow them to communicate with us is through oh, our wow. own beliefs. OK, that makes sense. So good for you. Keep going. She says, keep talking with her and get those flowers planted this spring and summer. Oh, yeah. yeah I know. Okay. You know yeah. what she means by that? Okay, yeah. great. All right, Gwen, listen, thanks so much for calling and yeah. um, you take care now. God bless. God bless you too. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. How great, right? And 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 this is for everybody. They can really communicate to the best of our ability to believe and accept and open our hearts to it. All you have to do is open up. And the reason why I say open your heart is because that's where your channel is. That's where your channel is to your higher self. That's where your channel is to your God source. Um I do. Let me get to this caller before Kim. I want to get to you before we have a break here and then still hold on because I'll continue on the other side of the break. So, Kim, you're on the air with yeah. me. What's your question today? Hi. Um, this is an odd one. <laughs> um, Nothing I, is odd in my realm. Go ahead. <laughs> Good thing. Um, I, my mother and I have not been close. Um, I haven't had her phone number for 23 years, but the last couple, um, months I have gone to visit her. Um, she is not well, she is very ill, but she is a very stubborn woman, but we have spoken and we've kind of like, uh, you know, made wet, you know, put things to rest with our relationship. Okay. Put Here's the, the question in, go ahead, real quick before I go to break, hurry up. Go ahead. You got a couple of seconds. Okay. All right. My question is, my stepfather is in the other realm. He's passed. I need to know if he can help her cross and soon because she has got COPD and not doing well whatsoever. Excellent and question, think, Kim. Thank Let's you. get to that on the other side of the hour. Yeah. You hold on through a couple of minutes I here. Thanks. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you. 
to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. Who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. Remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you to be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and and aligning ourselves in certain ways to to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Join Travel with Unity 2020 for a transformational trip to Rome and the Amalfi Coast, March 26th to April 4th, and explore the culture, myths, and spiritual significance of Southern Italy. You'll experience the history of the ancient ruins of Pompeii, visit the Vatican, and spend time on the beautiful Amalfi Coast during this 10-day tour. Just 40 seats are available and space is limited, so reserve your trip before September 15th. Go to unity.org travel for more information today. If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Tune into Everyday Attraction with Ray Zander every Friday at 12 p.m. Central here on Unity Online Radio. Take a deep dive into the teachings of Abraham and discover how to make the law of attraction work for you in your life. Each week, Ray goes into the heart of understanding the power of our emotions and how to become conscious co-creators. Learn how to release resistant thoughts and live life to the fullest. Find out more at everydayattraction.com. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Okay, we are back. And Kim, you're back on the air with me. And you just got your question in lickety split before the commercial. So you, what I hear is you would love dad, who is on the other side, to try to help mom cross over because she's uncomfortable and suffering there and she just won't let go. Is that correct? That's right. It's a, it was, when I was asking the question, I was getting cold chills because I was like, oh, this sounds like a strange question. But I, I, know, I know in her heart she's ready to go. No, it's not a strange question, Kim. Um, I get that asked all the time because 
We are obstinate beings, and, um, you know, we want to proclaim that we have faith and all of this belief and belief in God and belief in the afterlife, but then when it comes down to it, and that's what I learned as a hospice social worker here in the South, I helped over 500 patients uh, transition and their loved ones, and I'm in the Bible Belt, and the one thing Mm -hmm. that I experienced amongst most of them is their loss of faith at the end, which they never had to start with. So I am going to, um, let me just um, adjust some of your thinking. And I'm also going to share what dad is saying. Dad is here. Um, there, there was a um, um, interesting, he, he's using his hands a lot for me to communicate with me. And the only reason why he would do that is to acknowledge that I'm Italian and or he has some Italian in him. Um, spirits will use what's inside the medium's mind. So for some reason, he's, he's pointing to my culture, my culture. So I'm, I'm curious, is either mom or dad Italian or have any Italian descent at all? Not so, not any whatsoever, both German. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. Um, the German, he is really funny. If the Italians are going to marry anybody, they only allow family members to marry Germans or Irish, <laughs> and only because they're both as stubborn as them. So, yeah, so <laughs> all right, there you go. It's so, so I think that's what um, your father is trying to point out in the family, the same thing. All right, we've got a couple of things going on. First of all, in mom's conscious mind and unconscious mind she isn't ready to go because she's afraid she's afraid of of what may go on with her she's afraid of um not having lived the life she should have lived her soul is trying to let her know it's okay to let go but your father just said Kimberly, Kimberly, that's my daughter's name too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know your mother is so stubborn. You think she would even listen to me from here. She didn't listen to me when I was there. True. <laughs> okay. So, so he's a little laughing about it. Now, he feels bad that she's allowing herself to suffer. And just so that you know, um, because we're energies and we are um, living a physical life, energy manipulates matter. We are the cause of our own illnesses and diseases. And because of the lack of love, both your mother and your father experienced as children um they they never loved themselves truly and for your mom the fourth spiritual center which is the heart has gotten mm-hmm. and and the and the that so that includes the lung area the heart area it even includes the blood flowing through the heart any lack of self love issues that a person experiences they're going to experience lung heart blood issues and um, that is the major reason your your mother's inability to breathe now, because mm-hmm. that's what what a lung COPD is, right? Is right. suffocating. You're right. slowly suffocating, right? Well, right. if you think about the way she lived her life, she suffocated herself throughout her yeah. life, and yeah. so now it's coming out in physical form. The only thing you can do for mom and dad, unfortunately, cannot 
help her um, because she's fearful, she's fearful, is just let her know that um, I was thinking about dad today and grandma today. Her, her mother is around too. Her mother, her mother is there waiting for her, but is not coming down and infiltrating or, or trying to talk with her at all because she's taking blame for why your mother is the way she is. She's saying, grandma Correct. is saying, I didn't give her the love she needed. It's my fault. So I'm waiting here for her and I will help cross her over. But if I get too close to her, she may avoid me and I don't want to cause her to to uh, uh, stop herself from coming over any more than she already is, which she is. She's not. She's very tired humanly. She's tired. But you've got yeah. to understand, Kim, there is a great fear with inside of her that um that if there is a heaven, she's not going there. She's also punishing herself she's, unconsciously. She's very um, much a Bible person. She's very much into yeah. her Bible. She's very into God. So I don't think she's afraid of crossing over. I just think she's afraid of how she's going to get there. <laughs> mm, well, Kim, I'm going to disagree with you, hon. Okay. I've dealt with those people who profess and proclaim God and can recite right. the Bible upside down right. and inside out. When it comes okay. down to it, all right, think about this for a minute. If she really believed in God, would she believe that she would suffer while she died? No. Um, exactly. Right. That makes sense. And that's okay. what she's afraid of. So therefore, okay. her beliefs are being tested right now. She doesn't believe. She never did. Otherwise, she would have been loving herself and forgiving herself because that's where God and Jesus come from, right? right. Self-forgiveness right. and self-love. Love your neighbor right. as you love yourself, not instead of loving yourself. As you love right. yourself, then you can love your neighbor. Your mother never did that. She is absolutely sure. fearful of either one, she's going to hell, or two, there is no afterlife and that this is all there is. And number three, because of what she is experiencing, there is an unconscious sabotaging and punishing because she feels she's been so bad. So it's a matter of just giving her, a, exactly, give her a lot of love right now and, and let her know um, that she did the best she could in her life. You know, life for her was hard. It wasn't easy. Reinforce right. that she was strong because she did give you life. You're here and you are a wonderful mm -hmm. person. And because you have the opportunity of, of forming your own beliefs now and not having mom affect you. And even in mm -hmm. the discourse between the two of you, you still became a strong person. And quite honestly, she kind of laid the foundation in that whether it be positive or negative, it's just like my, my mother tormented the heck out of me, but I became mm -hmm. the spiritual teacher I am because of what I went through at home, right? And so right. Right. you're choosing to be who you are because of what you went through. So, so in that way, indirectly, mom helped in some way, and maybe her soul even agreed to not be your greatest nurturer so that you could grow because it was an experience you wanted. And she came down here in agreement with you to help you out with that. You know, we don't know all of those things, but all I know is sure. give her a lot of love and comfort. Um, she will not now. So, so when is her nine? She's going to be 99. Is that what you said? When is her 99th birthday? No. Because that's coming up. 
it's a long way off. She's actually she looks <laughs> she feels like she's ninety nine, but no, she's only about. Oh, okay. I thought you said. Oh, you said she looked like she was ninety nine. So how old is she right now? Seventy seven. 77. Okay. 14.5. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, she's born in May. So that's why I'm thinking that was that. my mother's birthday as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so here is the thing. What I'm being told is she's, she's going to keep allowing herself to linger okay. for a while, a little bit, which is putting more pressure on you as well. Um, right. Just now is the time it's actually more of the God within her that could remind mm-hmm. her it's okay to let go. It's okay to let go. It's okay to go back home. When she starts talking about her home and family back in the old days, then okay. she's preparing. Okay. Because okay. that's how that generation talks about dying. We don't, we weren't raised to talk about dying openly. So what we wind right. up doing is we, we um, reminisce and we start talking about home. Oh, I remember when my mother did this and my father did that. Um, mom, oh, gr- was uh, grandma, I was verbally abusive is what grandma said. She's trying to give me pieces of evidence that it's her. So, you know, no, it's her. More than that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so sorry. So sorry. And so, of course, your mother is blaming herself. And and in in some crazy way, Kim, she's repenting. Um, she's mm-hmm. kind of using the bad aspects of the religion against herself because right. she's exactly. totally forget forgetting the good aspects of it, which was about Jesus's teaching in um, to forgive, 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 forgive. Right. right. And you forgive yourself. That's the primary right. thing. So so um, if there's positive aspects that you can bring to mom, even find some um, a positive spiritual, other spiritual books that maybe she can get into that, that okay. speak about how wonderful she is as a being. You might find them more and more in the new thought realm versus the old dogmatic religions. Right. right. Um, and, right. and they can right. still be spiritual teachings and teachings of Jesus and some of the other spiritual leaders. Um, they're, they're, they would be talking about some good positive aspects as to who we are and what death is and that it's okay and it is a continuation. And um, and honestly, if she can get into being able to talk with me, I wouldn't mind having a session with her. So go try to book a session with her and me and um, I'll get down deep with her and, uh, and okay. I'll give her enough reason um, to believe that I'm coming from a spiritual aspect because that would be her primary concern. Um, right, exactly. In her heart of hearts and as his soul, she's a good person, Kim. Um, obviously, oh, yeah. we all are down deep, but it's always what we've been through that brings out the worst or ingrains the worst in us. And so sure. uh, that's what she's dealing with right now in her life. Um, and feeling okay. there's a part of her that feels she deserves this, which is why it's difficult. So, so dad, dad said, take care of yourself is what he's saying. Take mm-hmm. care of yourself. She has a lot of, mom has a lot of angels around her and they can only get in as far as she lets them. Right. So, so she's not alone. Don't think she's alone just because you're okay. not there taking care of her. Oh, she likes, Don't feel she, your own she guilt. People away. <laughs> 
Of course she does. She is that type of personality and um and right. she she just fears. She fears everything. And so when you fear and don't love yourself, you can't extend that out onto the world, you know? Sure. Um so so yeah, but but I I I hate to say that she's going to go on for another two or three years, but at at least at least another full year of this. Okay. Um, yeah, um, because because her will, her human will, is very strong, and fear can right. keep you alive. It really can. Like I said, I dealt with many patients who, while they were in the dying process, held on abnormally long. Um, right. So it, it can happen. It's peace in her heart will allow it to let go. So find some way to bring peace to her heart. Okay. Okay, Kim. All right. I wish yep. you the best with that. Oh, my goodness. I know it can be really difficult, especially as a caregiver. But like Dad said, please take care of yourself. He's there. They're watching over you a lot. And don't be afraid to talk with Archangel Michael is, is saying, talk right. with me. I'll help give you strength. Talk with me. And right. I'll connect you. Don't be afraid to have these conversations. You're on. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. He just said you called in to talk to a psychic medium. You can at least talk to me too. <laughs> so, what I can do. <laughs> okay. So don't think yourself crazy while you. Nobody should. If you're out there and you're willing to talk to a psychic medium, the angels said, "All right, give us a buzz as well. Come on." <laughs> So, so go ahead, Kim, and do what you can and get the support you need, and you'll always get that guidance. And Dad said he is so proud of the person you became in spite of the both of them. I believe that. Yeah. You are so, you're so good. So he sends you all the love that he had never sent you when he was there with you. He sends it now and hopes you can feel it. Will you take that from him, Kim? I will take it, yes. Okay, hon. You take care of yourself. I wish you the best. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, we certainly do go through a lot. I'm, and I'm telling you, um, there are four reasons why we become ill, just so that everybody knows. I want to make this clear to everybody because... We are the manifestors of our lives. There is no such thing as victimization. You've heard me say that before, but here are the four reasons why people become ill. Number one, you've packed away all these negative emotions that you've not dealt with and you're unaware of them. So they're not just negative feelings that you've already felt, that you're aware that you have, oh, I know I'm insecure, oh, I know I feel sad about this, or I'm disappointed in myself. Those aren't the ones that cause the illness. No negative emotion feeling it has ever caused an illness. Even when you become depressed and have anxiety, that depression and that anxiety is caused more by what you're packing away rather than what you're allowing yourself to feel. So there's an old saying in the healthcare industry that an analgesic takes away physical pain like Tylenol or Motrin or something like that, painkillers, right? They take away physical pain. 
However, in order to get rid of emotional pain, you have to feel in order to heal. You have to feel in order to heal. So when our defense mechanisms take over and we shove away and we repress and suppress, suppression is the conscious, the conscious effort of putting away a feeling or a thought that you don't want to pay attention to anymore. So you suppress your feelings. Repression is the brain's way of protecting you. So that way, if you go through a trauma, many people who have either been hurt as children sexually or physically, uh, they will repress, their brains will put away the memory so that way the child's mind doesn't even think about it, not even as an adult until maybe something comes up that causes that feeling to come to the surface. So suppression and repression of negative emotions will actually cause you to eventually implode and it will cause some type of illness. The majority, and I will say then 100% of cancers are about emotions eating at you. What do cancers do? They're your own cells. They're not external cells. They're not bacterias or viruses. They're your own body overduplicating and eating the good cells. So think about this then. So metaphorically, it's your own emotions eating away at your good emotions. That's what causes cancer. Your negative emotions eating away from at your positive emotions, your good emotions, okay? So that's one reason why we get sick. Another reason why we get sick is it's a good excuse, all right? unconsciously when we were children if we didn't want to go to school all of a sudden we can develop an illness now let me tell you something this isn't just made up illnesses psychosomatic illnesses such as blood high blood pressure things like that even some heart disease psychosomatic means caused by emotional and thought processes so a lot of stress will cause physical ailments in the bodies. Doctors understand this. They're real physical ailments, but they are caused by the way you think, by your activities and behaviors, the way you treat yourself, the way you're living in the world can absolutely affect your health. So we already know this, okay? So therefore, if you're upset, if you are dissatisfied with work, you're dissatisfied with a relationship, you're dissatisfied with having to take care of your parents or somebody else, oh my goodness, all of a sudden you start developing um, fibromyalgias, you develop a disability, you can't walk, your back is out, your leg is out, your hip is out, you need knee replacement, whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter, it now takes you out of that situation that you didn't want to be in. You know how many people in the United States today are on disability so that they don't have to work? And the funny thing is, in all the research that I've done, I have yet to find somebody so fulfilled and loving their job that they now had to go out on disability and leave that job. Everybody I speak to that has disability 
didn't like their job, um, kept getting fired from their jobs, or have some other stress in their lives going on that they needed to get out of, and the disability got them out of it. Again, this is occurring on an unconscious level, not a conscious level. The third reason for getting ill, when did we as children receive the most or the best attention and love. It was usually when we were ill. That's when mommy or daddy would caress us, snuggle up with us, uh, stop reprimanding us. Oh, he's sick. Leave him alone. Even if they were abusive parents, it was always an illness that caused us to receive a little bit more attention than we were receiving normally. So now you're an adult in your life and either you don't have loved ones as a support network, you don't have relationships, your relationships are strained, uh, you're a single parent, your children are growing up and leaving you. That's exactly what happened with my own mother-in-law. Uh, she was divorced from her husband, my wife's father, and she was raising three children on her own. Well, as long as those children were young, yes, she did have some ailments and, and wound up having the children help her a lot through those ailments. But the older they got and the more involved they got in their lives, the sicker she became. She even said one day when they were tired of tending to her, watch, you're going to be sorry that one day I'm going to get so ill, I'm going to die, and then you'll be sorry and feel guilty. And that's exactly what she did. She contracted renal cancer, and then she died. And it was absolutely manifested by her. Um, we don't intentionally do these things. Um, we don't think we're capable of them. But again, we are manifesting beings and we manifest everything. And then the fourth reason we get sick is to get out of here. Is we're either punishing ourselves, sabotaging ourselves, unhappy with our lives, um, miserable. So... Um, in, in Neil Donald Walsh's book, Conversations with God, book one, Neil asked God, is it against your law to commit suicide? And God's responses that I always will remember, he says, when it happens quickly, it's against the law. But if you do it slowly, it's okay. So in other words, you can eat bad, have, have bad behaviors, Treat yourself bad, allow yourself to die from illnesses, that's okay, that's legal. But just because you're miserable and you want to take your life quickly, that's against the law. It says you're 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 definitely backwards down there when it comes to dying. And it wasn't that he was saying, you know, it's okay to die quick and commit suicide, but really the whole point that he was trying to state is that we do allow ourselves to die in different ways and illnesses are one way of allowing ourselves to die. 
And so um, we have to understand that. And like I said, with one of the callers, um, I do believe that she wanted to get out just the same as my father's soul wanted to leave because he was done. He was 92 years old. He was a wonderful husband to my mother and he was felt done after she was done. And he, his soul created a means physically, instantaneously um, so that he could leave. And he did. So those are the things that can happen. Um, join me next week in my last couple of minutes that I have here. Thank you so much, all callers and people who wrote in. Next week, since we are coming upon St. Patrick's Day, I want to talk about the concept of luck. There is no such thing as luck. Nothing in our universe is random. So next week, we're going to talk about that. Also, I had somebody, I, I, I'm sure you're listening today, who wrote in wonderful questions about dog, animals, pets, and their souls, and us causing cruelty to them by eating them or harming them, abusing them. That was an excellent question. Join me, and next week I will definitely talk about, I'm going to leave you with this, no animal, no creature on earth, no plant, no tree, no ocean, no fish has a soul. Only humans have souls because the souls are what God created that are us. The earth and the universe was created afterwards by all of us together. Join me next week at Stop Stopping Yourself on Unity Radio and listen to the answer then. And right after me now is Dr. Dream, Kelly Walden Sullivan, and after her, Temple Hayes. You don't want to miss those shows, so hang around and get enlightenment because, you know, you deserve to be on the best journey of your life, and this is one of the ways of doing that. So join me next week. Thank you, and everybody have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.